You are listening to the 1% Christian, the daily Bible study where we get together for 1% of our day. We study God's word and then we head out to the remaining 99% to do something amazing with this life that God's given us. I am Pastor J.D. Ambrosio of Sound of Heaven Church in Deer Park, New York. I invite you to check us out at soh.church. And while you're there, download our mobile app. We've got a great app that has all of our teachings, has an online community that you can be a part of, a free digital Bible to follow along. And if you're listening anywhere where you get your podcasts, like, share, subscribe, turn on your notifications, leave us a five-star review and a nice message if the option is there, because people love to read those reviews. And uh, we've been getting some good ones lately, which I appreciate. I really want to get this in front of more people um, because let's face it, God's word changes things right? That is an understatement. The truth sets us free. And I'm so happy to be sharing the truth with you here each and every day. So we are in Matthew chapter 13. We are studying through the parables of Jesus. Jesus has hinted at teaching in parables up until this point, but he really goes in teaching in this style. A parable is a story that has an intended meaning And Jesus uh, taught this in a way where it would relate to them, right? Stories are easy to uh, remember, uh, but also he was teaching this way because some of the folks that were in the crowds that he was talking to, they didn't have good intentions. They were not listening uh, in the way that the others were trying to trap him in things, always trying to figure out their next move. Uh, And Jesus was teaching that way because they they wouldn't get it, right? When you have a parable, you've got to dig a little bit deeper to the moral of the story, so to speak. So what God was doing was unveiling the mysteries of the kingdom to those who were willing to hear. Remember, uh, talking about for those who have ears to hear, let them hear, right? That means those who are willing to be sensitive to what God is saying. And Jesus was teaching this way. Some people were getting it. Some people were, I would say, choosing not to. Uh, And the reason why I say that is because God tells us uh, that if we lack wisdom, all we need to do is ask, right? And he gives liberally without rebuke. Uh, He said in Jeremiah, call to me and I will answer you and I will give you great and unsearchable things which you do not know. God has always been a God that wants us to know and understand him more, not withholding from us, uh, but helping us to really lean into the truth. So we're in the parable of the sower, which is the first one that we get into here. And the parable of the sower basically uh, portrays the kingdom of God and the truth of God that's being released there as a seed. And the way it starts is a sower sows a seed. And then the parable goes through four types of soil that could receive or maybe not receive the seed. The one that we touched on yesterday was the seed that fell by the wayside. Okay, the seed that fell by the wayside was hard ground. It was ground that the seed could not penetrate. It could not get into the ground. And the reason why a soil is so important, it provides the seed protection, provides the seed nutrients, uh, provides the seed aeration. There's a lot of things that, that, that ground does for a seed. But 
when a seed can't get into the ground, it's laid bare on the gr- on top. And what happens is, in this imagery, the birds come down and scoop it up. Now, what does that mean in their context and as well as the kingdom application for us, right? We already talked about those who were in the crowds that didn't want to hear what Jesus had to say. Their hearts were like hardened ground. God's word is literally pelting off of them. They were not receiving what God had to say. Now, we can't only throw them under the bus because there's times in our life and honestly areas of our life where sometimes we don't allow God's word in either. And what happens there, because a seed of of God is really like an opportunity in our life to grow, right? So when we block out or when our hearts are hardened, um, then we don't have an opportunity to let God really work through us. And what needs to happen, very much like the ground, if any of you are gardeners out there and you have hard ground, it doesn't make sense to just throw seed on that. You've got to till the land. You've got you to break the ground up a little bit. And our prayer, as we left yesterday, was that uh, the um, ground of our heart would be broken up so that the word of God can get deep in there, right? Because we want the seeds of God uh, to grow. Right. And faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. And our faith can move mountains. Right. Amen. So today we are going to get into the rocky soil. So the second type of soil uh, that the seed gets thrown on is the rocky soil. Let's just read that part and then we will get into explaining it here a little bit. Said others, meaning the, meaning the seeds, fell on the rocky places where they did not have much soil. And they sprang up immediately because they had no depth of soil. But after the sun rose, they were scorched. And because they had no root, they withered away. So the imagery here is it gets thrown onto the ground. There is a thin layer of soil, and then there is rocky ground beneath that. And let's see how Jesus explains this. I should have told you that was Matthew 13, verse 5. What we're going to do for the next couple days as we go through the different types of soil is we're going to read the verses that have the actual parable, and then we're going to go straight to uh, Jesus's explanation. Because if you read Matthew 13 all the way through, what happens is is the parables laid out. Uh, this parable in particular uh, is laid out, and then of course the disciples are asking Jesus, "What do you mean by that?" And then he goes and explains it. So we're going to jump to Jesus's explanation right now, which is Matthew thirteen, starting with verse twenty. It says the seed falling on the rocky ground refers to someone who hears the word and at once receives it with joy, but since they have no root. They only last a short time. When trouble or persecution comes because of the word, they quickly fall away. Okay, so now I hope this is starting to come together uh, a little bit. So it says that that when seed is cast on the rocky ground, I want you, again you got to imagine the ground as the hearts of man, right? Them and and just as much as it pertained to the crowd. It pertains to our world today. Again, we have people that completely reject God. We have people that kind of 
lean into God. Uh, we have people at all different levels of, of belief, and trust me, none of us have uh, by any stretch arrived. In you know, myself, I would say myself especially <laughs> included. We're all you know in this process of of uh, you know le- allowing God to work in and through us. But this one on the rocky ground, you know, resonates a bit because we're all going to face challenges in this world. What do we do when the challenges come? Right. And the it begins with saying that the seed falling on rocky ground is like someone who hears the word and at once receives it with joy. So imagine, you know, the physical aspect of this parable, thin layer of soil, the seed falls on it, gets nestled into that thin layer, and the ground receives it like like it normally would. But there's a problem underneath the surface. We think so often that our problems are external. You know, if I only had enough money, then, you know, this would be the case. If I only, you know, uh, could get this job, if I, I mean, you could think of a million different scenarios. If only I could, you know, as if something outside is holding you back. And honestly, unfortunately, society is teaching uh, you know, our kids in some cases that they are victims before they even start. Uh, and that's where it's up to us uh, to point out that there really nothing is impossible. Right. So the the seed is received with joy. And how do we equate this to our lives? A lot of times we hear the principles of God. We hear, you know, the blessings, you know, we hear the fruits of the spirit, right? We were love, joy, peace, patience, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, kindness, self-control, all these things, they sound great. And, you know, when most of us anyway, when we hear those words, they say, yeah, you know, I want that. But, you know, let's look at patience, right? Patience. We all want to be patient until our patience gets tested, until we come up against something that, you know, challenges us to be patient. Well, I want you to keep that visual here for a second because the rocky underlay is really like a barrier, okay? It's like a barrier where we cannot establish roots, where God's word is trying to root itself, but these are things that are, you know, blocking, Rocks could be the hardened part of our heart. Now, just because it's rocky doesn't mean that we can't. Again, needs to be broken up and pushed aside. We have to fight to allow roots to establish in our life. Roots are so important. And that's really what this is all about here, is that that seed because of the rocky ground, cannot establish roots. And when we don't allow the principles of God to be rooted in our life, we lose stability. We lose sustainability of the joy, right? We all can go to church on Sunday and say, woohoo, you know, I want that. You know, preach, get a million amens. But what do you do on Monday when it, you know, hits the fan and things are happening? Will you hold on to that? And because imagine the visual of roots in a plant or roots in a tree. Roots uh, establish anchorage. So when the wind and the rain and the elements come, you can stay standing tall. Roots 
absorb nutrients in water. It allows you to uh, really, when you have, when a tree has deep roots, good luck taking that sucker down, right? That is a healthy tree because it is drawing the nutrients from around. And that's my prayer for all of us is that we would allow God's word to be rooted deep inside of us and that we wouldn't be shallow in our faith. Because what's going to happen is, and listen, let me tell you, this is going to happen whether you have God or not in your life. You're going to have some stuff you're going to have to deal with. I never met a human being that didn't have some stuff to deal with. Now, they may look all nice on the surface. They may look like they have it all together. But all of us have things that we need to tackle. And that's what this parable is, is continues to talk about as well. As I go back to Matthew 13, 20 and 21. It says the seed on the rocky ground refers to someone who hears the word and at once receives it with joy. But since they have no root, they only last a short time. When trouble or persecution comes because of the word, they quickly fall away. Now, what does the because of the word part mean? Look, following God is not going to be easy. You are going to learn the truth, and then that truth is going to be challenged. My prayer, <clears throat> excuse me, my prayer for your life is that you're willing to push through the barrier, that you're willing to find a way or even avoid the barrier altogether, okay, so that you can establish those deep roots. Because if you don't allow yourself to establish the deep roots, when the trouble comes or when the you know first part of the parable uh, happens, it refers to when the sun rose, they were scorched, right? A, a, a plant that doesn't have deep roots cannot draw enough water to sustain itself. And without roots, it withers away. We do not want to have a faith that withers away every time a challenge raises up. And we say this at Sound of Heaven quite often. A faith that can't be challenged is a faith that can't be trusted. Okay? So your faith is going to have to be challenged. And when you when that happens, right, my prayer is that you remember, like, hey, this is like a, a piece of rocky ground, right? Um, this is a, when you're buttoned up against something, you say, I have to go, I have to get around this. And God will give you the strength to per, push through. You may even go to people that you know, right? Remember a few chapters back or a chapter back when Jesus was um, being called out by the Pharisees and he was just trying to sit down and have a meal and his family comes. And they're, 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 the reason why they come, we found it in Mark chapter three, is they're like, Jesus, you're crazy. You, you got to come with us. You're causing a lot of problems here. They wanted to, they said, you're not, you, you shouldn't be doing what you're doing. They were, they were scared for him. And Jesus said, no, I'm not going to let you to be a barrier, let you be a barrier to the ministry on our life. So there's a bunch of reasons when you start pursuing the truth that you could face some persecution in your life. Don't let that persecution in your life whether it's troubles at work, whether it's troubles with friends, whether it's you being challenged to, to uh, you know, not, not do certain behaviors in your life because God is going to call you to change certain things. Just realize that this is a barrier and you trust in God's truth and God's word to establish roots so that when you face the challenges, then 
you can sustain those and you don't get burnt out. One of my favorite stories out there, it's a Chinese parable called the Chinese bamboo tree. And if many of you know, the Chinese bamboo tree is a very, very hardy plant. Any bamboo tree is. But the Chinese bamboo tree, this parable lines so much up with the type of faith that we should have. When you plant a seed of the Chinese bamboo tree in the ground, it needs all the love and care that really any plant needs. It needs water. It needs nutrients. It needs, uh, you know, everything a plant needs. Okay. The challenge with the Chinese bamboo tree is that it takes a very, very long time for it to manifest. You will look at that ground for years. Year one, you're, you're watering, you're doing fertilizing, you're doing everything that you need to do. Nothing. Year two, you're watering, you're fertilizing, you're doing everything you need to do. Nothing. Year three, nothing. Now, how many of us, knowing our level of patience, would just say, forget this and dig up, the, dig up that thing and well, maybe, maybe doubt, right? And say, all right, well, maybe I planted it in a bad place. Let me pull it out of here and let me, let me you know, put it somewhere else and pretty much stopping everything that's going on. Year four, nothing. Most of us, many of us, some of us would give up and say, it's not working. And you say it's not working because you don't see it. But what you may not realize is underneath the surface, what's going on is that seed is establishing an incredible root system that's going to go out many, many feet in all directions. And if you know anything about the Chinese bamboo, about bamboo in general, barriers are not a thing for bamboo. It works its way around the barriers. Okay, so whether it's your pool, whether it's a fence, whether it's rocks in the ground, forget it. Bamboo is going to find a way around that and establish the roots. Now, the miracle, year five, that plant springs up 90 feet in just a couple weeks. I hope you catch what I'm saying here. Imagine if year one, year two, year three, year four, you would have dug that thing up or forgot about it and said, you know, given up. And so many of you, the dreams in your life, including myself, maybe you give up too soon. You don't realize that what's happening underneath the surface is God is establishing an incredible root system. Work on your roots. Work on establishing deep roots. Why? Because when that tree goes up and it goes up 90 feet and it gets hit with that, with wind and rain and all the elements, you know why it doesn't come down? Because of the strong roots that are established. So I want you to imagine your life. There's probably some things that you're waiting on. And just know that as long as you're grounded in God, as long as your heart is open to the word of God and his truth, if your will lines up with his will, a lot of times it won't be an instantaneous thing, but he will establish deep, deep roots in your life. So when that manifests, there's nothing that can stop it. Amen.
So we're going to wrap up here. So if your heart is like the ground on the wayside from yesterday, let God, let God break it up a little bit this morning. Say, God, break up the hard places in my heart. And that includes the rocks. And I challenge you today to go out. And when it gets tough, allow yourself to push through. Allow God's word, that even the word that we've released today, to push through the hard places in your heart. So many of you have been struggling with things for so long. Just say, God, let your word push through that area, whatever it is. God knows your heart. You're not surprising him with the things that you struggle with. Just trust him. Get rooted so that you don't burn out when the tough things happen. Because again, tough things are going to happen whether or not you have God in your life. But the beauty of having God in your life is that at the end of what you can do, when you come to the end of yourself, then begins the infinite possibility of everything that God can do. And you'll never discover who you really are until you push the limits of who you think you are. You are stronger than you think. And a big part of that, probably all of that, is because you've got God in your life. Let God be the strength. Let the joy of the Lord be your strength so that when you receive the word, you receive it with joy and you hold on to that joy. Why? Because you're building deep roots in his truth and in his word. Amen. Let's pray. Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, help us to establish deep roots of your truth so that when we face the challenges of this world, we can stand firm and stand strong, knowing that nothing can stop us from the growth that you want in our life. We thank you for the kingdom principle that was released today through Jesus and his parables that we can be fertile ground, that we can get past the barriers and the rocky places, that we don't have to live on rocky places, but that we can be well established with you in Jesus' mighty name. I'm Pastor J.D. Ambrosio, Sound of Heaven Church in Deer Park, New York. Check us out, soh.church. We're going to continue through Matthew chapter 13. You're listening to the 1% Christian, the daily Bible study where we get together for just 1% of our day, and then we go out and do something amazing for Christ's sake. Have a great day, everybody. Love you guys.